1: Jeff Palermo, columnist at WWL.com and Louisiana Network Sports Director. Jeff, uh, listening to College Game Day today, that's at Louisville. This was one of the last picks they made going into the the big game they showcased today, which was Louisville and Clemson. And uh, it was kind of torn. I want to say it was 3-2. to two. Some thought that Mississippi State would win. Some thought that LSU would win. You, do you see this as being a tight one? Now, if we go over the last 25 years, it had not been that tight many games. But the last three, Jeff, had been decided by five points or less.
0: Yeah, I think this is going to be another tight one. I'm going to go with what recent history is is telling us, that, uh, especially when these two teams meet in Starkville. It's it's coming down to the last minute or two. And I think what people are seeing nationally, I think they're really buying into this Mississippi State team. Uh, Dan Mullen's been there around. uh, He's been there for a long time. He's proven as a head coach. He's done well at that in, in Starkville. You got a good quarterback in Nick Fitzgerald. Their defense has been phenomenal. Granted, the competition hasn't been that great, but they've put up some huge numbers. And I think there's still, especially nationally, there's this level of skepticism whether Ed Orsron is really the right guy for the job at LSU. I think there's some that still look back at his days at Ole Miss or wonder if he's just a defensive line coach and that's it. and Not sure if he can get him coached up for a game like this. But last year on the road, with Ed Orsron at the helm, LSU played a couple of tricky games, Arkansas and Texas A&M, and they won those games easily. I I imagine they'll come away with a victory here today as well.
2: Jeff Herb here. Um, so you know what you just said. You know, it's 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 to me. You know, being a former player and and listening to people say certain things like, is Ed Ogeron the right guy for this particular position at LSU? The 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 Thing that makes me think that he is is because not not only is you know it's not so much with this particular situation all about the X's and O's for him as a person, which I know he knows a lot of you know football and understands everything about it. Um, but what he has done was surround himself with people who are excellent and you know have always already established themselves as great offenses and also defensive. Coordinators. How do you think with him going into Mississippi State, with them having a proven quarterback, with having a, a proven head coach and and Coach Mullen, how do you think he get his guys and not only the players but the offensive and defensive coordinators prepared and ready to go into a Starkville as an away game in SEC, one of his first games?
0: Well, I think Ed Orgeron is the guy. You got the taste of this on Monday. It's someone that really lives off the idea of going on the road with this team and coming away with the victory. I love the idea of
1: having Mm -hmm. the
0: John Deere tractors out there when they were practicing this week to simulate the noise that they're going to hear inside uh, Stark inside Mississippi state stadium tonight. So and you talk about the coordinators, Dave Aranda, and we I think everybody can agree at this point, he, if he's not the top defensive coordinator in, in college football, he's got to be one, two, or three, mm-hmm. somewhere in yep. that list. So, And LSU has played very well defensively. Even going back to John Chavis as a defensive coordinator, LSU, because of the speed, I think, especially in the defensive secondary and the speed that they have at linebackers, they can handle these type of quarterbacks that are your dual threat types. I mean, whoever it's been, there, there has not been, whether it's Johnny Mandel, whether it's Lamar Jackson, whether it was Nick Fitzgerald last year, LSU has had a history of keeping these type of quarterbacks in check. And while I think Nick's, Nick Fitzgerald might be able to hit a few plays on LSU, I don't know if he'll be able to hit enough for Mississippi State to get to win. Tonight.
2: And to, to echo what you said, exactly. I think that, you know, with LSU's defense, their speed on defense, their aggressiveness on defense, really, you know, that combats that particular type of quarterback and it kind of makes them a little hesitant about running the ball at those particular guys. Now, with that being said, I you know, do you see, you know, our defense intimidating um, Fitzgerald enough to create some turnovers or to kind of have him a little timid and a little hesitant? about running the ball as he normally would be well
0: i would think nick fitzgerald's playing with a lot of confidence right now um i mean they put up a bunch of points last week against louisiana tech and it was easy for them to get the win in the season opener against charleston southern so you got a very confident quarterback here that lsu is going up against but the, I, this is an lsu defense that i think is is developing a little bit of swagger uh, yes they so are many question so, so many question marks about them you know how are they going to how the, how are they going to be good this year when they don't have Kendall with Jamal Adams and Arden Key is hurt? Well, now you get Arden Key back. You've had guys develop in the defensive secondary like Greedy Williams, the linebackers. Devin White has been yep. uh, solid. Uh, you, you bring back you because you had so many guys that weren't playing in the first game, and you got a little more depth out there. So you got 17, 18 guys on that defense that all know that they can play, and they all know they can play at a high level. And I think because LSU has been able to establish a little depth in these first two games and uh, it's, it's warm and humid. Uh, It's going to be a warm and humid night tonight in Starkville. So I think uh, that depth is going to really help for LSU, especially if their defense, is on the field a little longer than they have been in the first two
1: games. Jeff Palermo, columnist at Louisiana Network, uh, and columnist at www.com, Louisiana Network Sports Director, at Jeff Palermo, L-R-N on Twitter. All right, Jeff, uh, your top two keys to the game and how you see this one shaking out LSU, a touchdown favorite spotting Mississippi State on the
2: road.
0: Well, I still think we've been talking a lot of defense, so let's talk a little offense. I think it starts with Darius Geis on offense. Uh, They didn't really need him last week. I I imagine they're going to try to establish the run game to set up the pass here in this game. So Darius guys getting off to a good start, I think, is key for LSU. And uh, defensively, it would be, I think, also early in a game if they can get a turnover or two. I think LSU really needs to set the tone. Don't give Mississippi State an opportunity to think that they can really win this game. I think LSU needs to take control of this game. And, and and they build a if they can get you know seven ten point lead at least at, at halftime and have that control uh, going into the second half I think that will help them out a lot.
1: All right, Jeff LSU Mississippi State, give us your prediction.
0: I think this might be a, a for today's day of college football. I think a more low scoring game. Um, so uh, I like LSU to win twenty one ten something like that.
1: All right, Jeff, high school football. Where were you last night?
0: Uh, Landry Walker and Warren Easton. It was a low-scoring game there too. Warren Easton won at fourteen oh, to man. twelve, and uh, Landry Walker. It's been a tough go for them. They're now zero and three to the defending five A champs. But oh, Warren Warren Easton is uh, they. It's been Neville and Carr in four A the mm-hmm. last few years, but Warren Easton I think uh, has a chance to get back there. For the first time since 2014.
1: Yep, and then Jeff, when it gets to be November, you look at that Landry Walker ball club with the non-conference schedule that they, they have, non-district schedule. They'll, uh, they'll be someone that you, you better hope that's not around uh, 17 or higher on those, yeah. one those seeds because uh, they'll pop somebody. You got to figure with that talent and what they are coming off of. They're gonna, they're just going through it. You know, when you lose uh, that many players from a year ago, and you know the, the guy who led you is basically a snap away from starting in the SEC, yep. your quarterback. So uh, Keontae Thompson. That's going to be a team that people keep an eye on uh, this year, no doubt about it, Landry Walker. Jeff Palermo, columnist at WWL.com, Louisiana Network Sports Director at Jeff Palermo, L-R-N, likes the Tigers in a tight one. Jeff, thank you so much for the time. Enjoy the game. All right. You too, guys. Thanks. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road.